Hello, and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is episode 162. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. Yeah, and we're here to talk about comics, comic-related stuff. I don't know what else. Poppy culture. Pop culture. Stuff. TV shows. Whatever, whatever strikes our fancy. Whatever strikes our fancy. Pretty or much. Uh, what you guys want to talk about. Yeah, you, ask us questions. the listeners. True. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Waiting for the listeners to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I went and saw Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. that movie? oh right, I heard that was great. It was really good. Um, I heard it's kind of depressing. No. Okay. I mean, it's like it seems like a lot of the great movies are very depressing. No, no, <laughs> no, no. It wasn't depressing. It's you know, it's about a a girl from Ireland who goes to the United States and then sort of finds herself torn between the two places and trying to figure out where her home is. Oh, so stressful. Um, no, not really. <laughs> it's really, really beautiful. It's oh. very well paced. Um, and it's um. What did the actress been in? She didn't like something when she was younger, right? Yeah, yeah. This is her first like adult role. Yeah. Her name is oh god, how do you pronounce her name? It's Irish. Sirsha. Sirsha Ronan. Sure. Uh no, she was in Atonement and she was in Hannah. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's no, she cool. was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I saw it like opening weekend, which I didn't realize that's what it was. So I was in like a packed theater oh. for this like sort of indie mm. art house film, which Weird. I've never done before. So that was kind of fun. The atmosphere that of cool. that. Yeah. But yeah, I highly recommend it. It was fantastic. Noted. Uh, I went bowling with my godson. Took him bowling for the first time with uh, his dad. It was pretty fun. How wait, old wait. is he? Yeah. Uh, he's three. Okay. Do they make <laughs> shoes that small? Yeah, they do. That's really? Adorable. Yeah, he had little bowling oh. shoes. He, was really, he kept showing them off, too. He's like, look at my shoes. Look at my shoes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I do that, too. <laughs> I would do that, too. Yeah, I and he used shoes. a little, uh, what do you call it, a little ramp. Oh, the, did like, they have the like, bumpers? The, did they have the bumpers? We didn't put the bumpers in. Put the bumpers because oh. we and my cousin were playing too, so, so we're like, ah, he'll be fine. No, <laughs> he did fine. It's hard to play without with bumpers in if you're not used to them. Yeah, and like yeah, it's easy. It's to like bumping up around. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. He got he did pretty well. He was doing almost better than his dad, <laughs> which was really funny. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, that was fun. What did you do, Jared? Did you do anything interesting? Yes, I got uh, taken to see the weekend play yes. downtown, which was way crazier and better than i thought because like i like all of his songs that i've heard but mainly it's just been like the radio hits right. and i kind of forgot how many radio hits he's had and his show was surprisingly pyrotechnic that's cool. like the song was like it's kind of like the punching like super you know s- distorted sound effect right. mm-hmm. when he did that giant gouts of flame would shoot up out of the air just like, <laughs> big burst of flame that's awesome. and the last song were just like uh like rods that came up out of the stage that were just were full of gas and so they would just light the rods so they're just like pillars of fire on all sides of him as he was walking Sweet. around them i'm like this is the most stressful disastrous thing i've ever seen <laughs> and then as like the song ended at the last thing like they all started going out one by one it was really awesome that's awesome it like was it. pretty cool very cool all right well, that's what, what we've been up to well, whatever i just said uh <laughs> what have you guys been up to let's yeah write let's us out. and tell us yeah let's find write us and tell us and let's find out what the rest of the world's been up to and do some news yeah Uh, well, we just wanted to reiterate that we're having a signing on uh, December 12th. Uh, we have Alex DeCampi and Carlos Bede McNeil of uh, No Mercy. If you haven't read it, do it. And then bring your copy to uh, either the U Street or Bethesda store. They'll be there uh, Saturday, December 12th, Bethesda at 12 to 2, and U Street 3 to 5. Yep. I'll be here, I think. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> will not, be. the store will be closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. So that's 
that's uh, happening. And then uh, we got some news. What do we got? Captain America, Civil War. The trailer was released. That's, you guys watch it? It's so stressful. Yeah. It's Everyone's so good, fighting. I hate I it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you so sad. Uh, that scene where Bucky and Captain America are beating are down Iron down. Man. God, so I can't good. take it. They were throwing the shield back and forth. It was yeah. so good. I just like it when he's like, we used to be buds. <laughs> why? Cap, why? That was, uh, well, that was I hope rough. you've seen it because we've just totally spoiled it for you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, Black, Black, Black Panther looks pretty sweet. He made yeah, his appearance. Black Panther was like the most exciting thing Although, for me. Although, <laughs> I'm still waiting for Spider-Man and Ant-Man to pop up. They haven't popped up. Awesome. I guess I Hawkeye wasn't in this either. I don't care about either of those people. All Spider-Man? I care about no, is no Spider-Man. No, God, no. All no. I care about is Black Panther. I'm excited to see the young <laughs> Spider-Man and see what what he looks like. Yeah, um, but yeah Black Panther is going to be awesome. Uh, so what else? Um, Jessica Jones came out. Too great. Did you guys claim. watch it all? I haven't watched any of it. No. You haven't watched any of it? Oh, no, I so feel good. like I need to be like ready <laughs> mentally oh, right. to do it, and I haven't been there yet. It's pretty dark, but it's very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, my, room, my roommate's blown through it, and I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I'm on episode six or seven. I was talking about how good it is. Yeah, it's What great. do you think, Nick? David Tennant is great. He's yeah. very creepy and weird. Um, he does both of those things very well. Yeah. I heard a lot of Doctor Who fans were upset about it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, he's basically like a... Oh, I know. Don't, yeah, don't a say. really messed up character. He's the villain. I don't... Yeah. I don't get that because he's played lot. He's played other like sociopaths in his career. Right. Like this is not the first. But did he do this before Doctor no, Who? No, after. Oh, really? He's done stuff afterwards. Yeah. I mean, this one like he's crazy, re- creepy dudes. He's after. really bad in this one. He's I mean, really no, I don't think as bad as this, yeah. maybe, but still, like this isn't the first. Yeah. Non. But he okay also wears like. But he also kind of looks like Doctor Who in this one. He oh, wears right. like. Oh yeah, he's got the suit. Like, yeah, like he wears like a purple suit and he's nice. got like a scarf. Nice. <laughs> he looks like evil Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far it's awesome. Luke Cage is great. Everyone's yeah. Um, out can't out wait Luke for the Cage. Luke Cage show to pop up. Yep. Um, We're trying to figure out what is next. Is it Daredevil season I think two? Daredevil's or is next because Daredevil's oh, really? filming. Oh weird. Because yeah. Luke Cage hasn't even started filming yet. Oh, so. that's crazy. Yeah, like the, Daredevil, I think finished. Filming. I think it was just that Daredevil is so popular they boosted season two. Yeah, because it's supposed so weird, to be Luke Cage. They were supposed to. I think initially they were going to do like each hero. Yeah. Like, yeah. A season. I think for they each didn't expect Daredevil to be so popular, so they were like, "All right, let's do another one." Yeah. Um. But yeah, who knows? I don't even know where it's gonna happen. Is there gonna be one season of each show before the the that Fenders was, thing the happens, intent. or yep. is there gonna be two seasons of some of them? It, apparently, know. yeah. That's cool. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Jessica Jones was awesome. Uh, Jared, what you tell this other piece of news because it relates to you. Okay. Uh. So there's a uh website place in Britain called Broken Frontier, and they nominated Big Plant and Retrofit Comics for Best Publisher of 2015. Yeah. That's for awesome. the Broken Frontier Awards, and I'm telling everyone now because you can go to their website and vote. Yeah, totally, vote, totally vote stuff that us. ballot box fans. Yeah. Just vote for us. Yeah, vote please. early, vote often. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So that's all the news we got for this week. Uh, now we have one question again. People need to send us more questions. More questions. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with this one question. No, it's great. We love no, them. We all like equally. them, but we want lots of questions. <laughs> all right, we got a question from Nitten. Nitten says. How long is DC going to let Frank Miller keep slapping his name on Dark Knight books? Uh, uh, that kind of ties into we were reviewing Dark Knight Three. Yeah, we'll talk race. about Dark Knight Three later. But yeah, part of it is that uh, they said so, some news broke that uh, Frank Miller had like literally nothing to do with this. I think Frank Miller said he had almost nothing to do with it. Um, he did draw the little insert thing. He did but, yeah. um, draw an insert and he co-wrote, quote unquote. I, yeah, I think he probably one. just was like, "Here's what happens," and then yeah. Azrael is like, "All right, I'll write it. I'll work with that." I mean, um, he said that there 
it's gonna it's not gonna be a trilogy. He's gonna do another one. Yeah, there's so a fourth one coming. God yeah. only and knows they've what announced that's gonna be. Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight Last Four. Crusade or something. Oh, is that a different Crusade thing? War? Which I think it sounds like it's what happens after Dark Knight Returns. Is it a prequel to Dark Knight? It, I think it's a prequel to Dark Knight Returns. Oh, like, boy. Stop. What, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, stop. It's like DC's like, oh, they're like every person who works at DC just has dollar signs instead so of So that pretty much That's answers all the question, doing. right? Yeah. They'll yeah. just they'll just keep doing it. They'll put out yeah. Frank Miller, whatever. Yeah. Just throws in Oh, no. Room. They turned down Holy Terror. Well, well, there yeah. are limits. As there long as limits. it's yeah. like if it was Dark Knight, Holy Terror, they probably would have published it. <laughs> they definitely let him call this one the Master Race, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know what that means yet. We don't know we'll either. Um, yeah, it's got some pretty specific connotations. Though. Oh, sure. But yeah. hopefully not as terrible as it sounds. We'll see. Yeah. So far. Well, we'll talk about it, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the only question we have this week. Yeah. We should go to reviews. We're already talking about You guys about need stuff. to send us some more questions. Uh, if you want to send us questions, do that. Say they Send them to... Podcast at Big Planet Comics, right? Dot com. Uh, dot com. And you can send it to us on Facebook. Twitter, uh, Facebook Tumblr. Page or Twitter page or Instagram. Whatever, Instagram. whatever you got. Instagram yeah, is a tag picture us on of your Instagram. question. We might not actually see it. Instagram We're on the internet. is very tricky. <laughs> That's true. Tumblr. We're on the internet. Hit us up. Yeah. Hit us up. Or in person. Um, we got uh, Nit Nastalist in person, which is very nice. So Let's go straight into our reviews then. Yeah. We love comics. They're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. First up on the docket, we got Batman Europa number one by what? Matteo Casali. Matteo Casali and Brian Azzarello <laughs> with uh, Jim Lee and Giuseppe Camoncoli. So what's the backstory of this? Like a million years ago, this first issue was announced or was yeah, it then drawn? It like, or I what? feel like five years ago or something. It might have been longer than that. Really? Uh, mm, but it was supposed really to be Jim time. Lee drawing the whole thing or what yeah he was supposed original? to draw the whole series i think and now he's just drawing the first issue or most of the first issue yeah he did the pencils, pencils. and finishes for the first issue oh did he actually do finish what is what, uh-huh. is what it says so in confused. the book what does so giuseppe Camoncoli do he did the layouts oh, he did oh the man layouts. weird well that's not a bad trade-off because like Jim Lee's pretty great, but that's a good like team up to be like get Jim Lee to actually produce more. <laughs> be like, <laughs> show him where to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do this. Um, um, but yeah, so this is I think gonna be a four issue mini. Yep, uh, four issue mini series. And again, it's kind of since it's so old, it's kind of pre New Fifty Two. It's just unspecified classic Batman. Yeah, it exists completely outside of all of the like stuff timelines. Yeah, now, if yeah. you just if you want a Batman story with like. Batman running around. This might be the book for you. Because uh, he's on like an actual detective case. He's got weird mysteries to research. And the Joker is a major, major part of it. Should we say what happens to the no, Joker? No, don't. All right. That's a great twist. Yep, it's a crazy twist. Uh, you also see Batman out of Gotham a little bit. That's not too much of a surprise. Or not too much it's of a twist, I guess. Definitely called Europa. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Could be a villain named Europa. But yeah, he uh, goes to Berlin. So hopefully he'll be running around Europe and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um. This was pretty cool. Um, what do you think, Kelly? I, I liked it, it a lot. Yeah, I thought it did a really good job of kind of like a good standalone Batman that still had like a really good flavor. Yeah, it's got, you know, it's got him on the big computer and Alfred is there. It's like all the, it hits, it's like the greatest, the, the Batman yeah. greatest hits kind of thing. The Joker is, you know, the Joker that we know and love. And it's right. like, I don't know. I liked it a lot. It didn't like, I don't know. It wasn't challenging, but it was fun, and right. th- I really enjoyed the twist at the end. Yeah, so. I thought that was a really good one too. Um, and you get, you know, Joker being Joker, lots of you know, smiling death of 
innocent people. <laughs> Smiling death of innocent people. Well, that's the what Joker, Joker does. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, uh, so an interesting like premise for why Batman's on the case, which is another right. good twist. Kind of a good motivation for him to actually leave Gotham and go do stuff. So yeah, um, I'll be very curious how the art in the rest of this looks. Uh, this one was, like I said, was it chemically layouts with Jim Lee, but it's not quite as tight as Jim Lee. the coloring on it. It's very like kind of like watercolory or like, like colored like pencil. Colored pencil. Yeah. yeah. Which looks really good, but it's not what you're used to with the super tight like inks that Scott uh, Jim Lee normally gets uh, done by other people on his stuff. So I thought it was pretty cool, but it's definitely slightly different. But. That was Batman Europe number one. Speaking of Batman, next up we have Dark Knight 3 Master Race. Which Here we, we go. We were just talking about a minute ago. Um, but uh, yeah, so I expected this to be pretty terrible. <laughs> Me too. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised that I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, I expected to be like actively offended. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that, that I enjoyed this was a shock. Yeah, right. I was <laughs> like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, I think most of that probably has to do with the fact that Brian Azzarello is writing it. And yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I should say it is says it's by, uh, <laughs> well, Frank Miller and Brian Azzarello with Andy Kubert and Klaus Janssen. Um, I don't know how much Frank Miller had to do, but I would say not, not none. Um, Very little. Yeah, and the Kubert's uh, art is great in this. Um, I don't know. This scene where, with Wonder Woman fighting a Minotaur is pretty great. Uh, I don't know. I like this story. It's a lot less crazy than the Dark Knight Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's much more of a straightforward Batman, future Batman story. It's um, easy to follow twists. if yeah. you aren't super, super, like you haven't memorized the Dark Knight. Right. Like I haven't ever read the Dark Knight Returns and it's been a long time since I read um, the Dark Knight. So yeah, I, too. I followed this fine. And there's a ni- nice uh, twist to, at the end, which is really cool. Uh, I don't know. I liked it a lot. The uh, There's also an inserted mini comic. Which you're supposed to read after you finish the what? issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's even dumber. Okay. Yeah, because it's about like something that yeah. after flesh yeah happens. it flushes well, I totally out get something it, but that they didn't say that anyway so I read yeah, it when I came to there. it um, it's weird but that yeah. one is actually drawn by Frank Miller at least it is. the only kind of weird thing in it is there's a a lot of weird like modern social media stuff which I thought was weird especially since I guess this is still supposed to be in the future right like I well know. I mean. It, social media might still exist in the <laughs> yeah future. no but it's like it's like very much like now because they have like uh kelly ripa and stuff like like yeah. a, a, a analog to her and like maybe she Stephen colbert sort of is eternal like who knows yeah, and they have, yeah. the immortal kelly ripa they have uh bill o'reilly or something o'brien um so yeah that kind of that was i thought that was weird i thought they would because they're all futuristic and stuff but uh otherwise i really liked it yeah, I'm actually looking forward to reading the second issue. Uh, Wonder Woman's in this, so they don't quite have as many superheroes as Dark Knight Strikes Again, but they got a lot. No, they got like Superman's um, daughter. Yep. Uh, so some good stuff like that. I thought Wonder Woman was really cool in this. Yeah, yeah that um, was my favorite part. So way more intriguing than I thought it would be. Uh, I wouldn't say this is great by any means, but then again, Dark Knight Strikes Again was yeah. terrible. Yeah. So that in itself is kind of impressive. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that was Dark Knight Three Master Race. I don't, we don't know what the Master Race is yet. I don't think, do we? No nope. Master Race. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. I mean, is there's it, some is it the race crypt- stuff. Oh, you know, that happens. It's probably like Kryptonians, right? I mean, like Perhaps. that's probably what it is. Uh, don't look at me like you expect me to answer that <laughs> question. I guess part of the story was that they want to. That's you know, true. Embiggen. Embiggen. <laughs> is that a word? It is. Uh, it is in Miss Marvel. Embiggen, um, <laughs> it's a word. 
Candor, right? So there's going to be a lot of Kryptonians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next up we have Huck, number one, by Mark Miller and Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, so basically the premise is, uh, is Mark Miller trying to get another movie pitch. Uh, <laughs> this one is basically if Superman had stayed in Smallville. Uh, so it's a very simple kind of quiet guy named Huck who lives in a very small town and basically has the powers of Superman. But he, he does like a good deed a day. That's what I'm getting yeah. to. So he's, sweet. he's like Superboy. <laughs> so he's just, you know, he doesn't have a costume. He just goes out of his way to, he's an orphan that was found, you know, in a basket and just says, I've got these great powers. What can I do good with them every day? Which could be stuff like, I'm going to take out everyone's trash. I'm going to find someone's lost necklace. And everyone in town knows he has these weird powers. And they're totally like, this is great. He's really cool. He's really friendly. He's just a simple, quiet little guy or big guy. Um, and then uh, he realizes that you know terrible things are happening in the world. And he goes out and tries to help a situation that only he could help. And then the new people who moved into town are like, whoa, that yeah, guy gets, is a yeah. superhero. And so... That is kind he of gets the outed, of it. So they yes. have, that's basically what the I guess the story is yeah, going to be like about. If him you were just a simple, quiet, right. secret superhero, and then everyone finds out about it. So that's the premise of the first one. It's a pretty good setup, and Albuquerque is great art as usual. So yeah, it's a little simple. It's a little yeah. short, but I feel like it'll read pretty well once it's all done. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Was... And once again, a nice Mark Miller book without his yeah. evil, sadistic. <laughs> well, he read yeah. dark I read, stuff. So I heard some interview with him recently, and he's talking about like he doesn't really want to do that anymore. <laughs> so Even he... though that's what he's famous for, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, My so we'll one see. complaint about this is that the like the event that he part that he participates in is a thing that actually happened. Like it's a real yeah. life right. thing. Um, and I don't know. I I didn't. I didn't think it was a very appropriate inclusion oh, in really? this book. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, it's in like a, Captain it, in America punching Hitler. It's like it's it not, shows that the world could change though, if you it's, had it. It's more specific than that, and right. I don't know. Well, I, I guess it's supposed to take place in the real kind of the real world. Yeah, so yeah. I think. I, guess. I think the thing is that he's. It's a big enough thing that the media will come looking for him. After, yeah. after doing it, so. I don't know. Either way, it's that bugged me, but on the Fair whole, enough. I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, talk number one. Next up, we have. Awesome Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's just called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes, it's it is. Just awesome, awesome is just our description. <laughs> That's just um, <laughs> Kevin's, I mean, sorry, Nick's opinion. It's about, uh, it's by, sorry, uh, Brandon Montclair and Amy Reader and Natasha Bustos. Does the art, yeah. Yep. So uh, Brandon Montclair and Amy Reader are the team on Rocket Girl. And mm -hmm. so they are co-writing this, which I thought was interesting. Um and Natasha Bustos, has she ever, have we seen her before? I don't, don't recognize her from anything, but her art's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, so Devil Dinosaur is an old, old Kirby character, and he used to be with a... With Moon Boy. With Moon Boy, who was like a caveman. Yeah. Um, Say what Devil Dinosaur is. He's a giant red T-Rex. Yeah. This is very bad science, people. With flaming eyes. <laughs> with totally flaming eyes. awesome. And he's been around recently. He was in the... Um, was it the Planet Secret Hulk, book, yeah. Secret Wars? Yeah, yeah. He, with uh, with Gladiator, Steve. Uh, so yeah, that's his history. But I, the thing that I liked best about this book is that it spends like an equal amount of time introducing you to this like totally new character who na whose N name is Lunella. Lunella. Yeah, Lunella Lafayette. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and also gives you kind of history on um, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy, who I honestly didn't think we would see at all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Lunella well, is like Devil Dinosaur is basically a new character <laughs> to most people. So yeah, right. yeah. Um, 
Lunella is great. She's very, very smart and doesn't have a lot of patience. Um, she's like, I don't know, nine or ten years old, yeah. and she's very abrupt, and I love it. I love, you know, she's doesn't... She's kind of like an outcast because she's she she's smarter than everybody, so she kind of feels like she's not being challenged. And but she's so... also not making any effort to fit in no. at all. Like, no. she's, she's smarter, she's bored by school, and she's not interested in, like, she having only wants friends. To, she only wants to continue her experiments and yeah. studies. Which are awesome. It's not just like she's smart. She's like trying to invent a Cree detector. So it's yeah. like this super nerdy Marvel Universe scientist kid. She's awesome. So naturally she is paired with like the, you know, the very basic, <laughs> most basic character they could find, Devil Dinosaur. Which is great. So yeah, it is really cute. It's really sweet. The writing's great. Um, I, it was, this is like the book that I've been most excited for in the yep. new Marvel stuff. And it absolutely delivered. Yeah, it was awesome. Can't wait to see where it goes. So yeah. great. Everyone get it. Uh, that was Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, talk about a few books at the same time. We got Miss Marvel, Spider-Woman, and Mighty Thor. We just lumped them together only because they're all kind of almost just like the next issue of the previous series. Uh, it's like the same creative teams and stuff. The, the, main, the main thing is it's after Secret Wars. Yeah. And yes. they both have like some little bit of a twist, which are pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so Miss Marvel, the biggest change is that she's an Avenger now. Yep, and so yep. that's a big thing that's, you know, being introduced to it. Also, they are addressing, you know, she's very famously of Jersey City and they have, because she is in Jersey City, Jersey City has become like garnered some fame. Right. And so now they have like gentrification moving in right. and, you know, <laughs> pushing her neighbors out of their homes. And she is very upset about that. Yeah. Um, so that was really awesome. And there's some great like, you know, personal stuff, teenage personal stuff yeah. that I think is handled really, really well. Um, yeah, a lot happens in this issue, but it's all really fantastic. It's super good. Yeah. So um, one of the big things is there, uh, Takashi Miyazawa, who's, who did some of the art on the previous run, yeah. does the art of most of this, but is clearly like making an effort to look like Adrian Alfana. Right. So it actually yeah. isn't a weird transition at all. Yeah. It looks really good. Uh, yeah, so that's Ms. Marvel number one, which is still G. Willow Wilson, along with Mia Azawa and Alfona. Spider-Woman is pregnant. <laughs> that's the biggest... <laughs> that's a development. That's the biggest what thing. A twist. We don't know who the father is. Nobody knows. She doesn't want to be asked. Um, although Tony Stark does, and it's very well uh, it addressed. a poor decision yes. on Stark's part. So yeah, this is still Dennis Hopeless and Javier Rodriguez. Um Rodriguez uh, art is amazing. Yes. And uh, it's really funny and just, I don't know. It is. It's great. You've still got her running around with the porcupine and with, what's his name, Ben Ulrich? Is yep. that who that yeah. is? Yep. Yeah. Um, there's Phil, some great. Uh, Phil? No, Ben. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some great stuff with her friendship with Carol, um, which they'd sort of moved away from because Carol lost her memory. So it's cool oh, to right. see that back <laughs> in the book. Um, that was great. And Muddy Thor. Uh, biggest development is this in this is that now everybody knows it's jane foster and that jane foster is dying right well so the people don't know like, right you know we know that's yeah, right. that's the important we're the important right. ones <laughs> she's trying to yeah she keeps trying to like hide it from everybody and and keeps killing her yeah because every time she picks up the hammer it undoes it like purifies her system which means it gets rid of all the chemo yeah. which is yeah. the thing that would be curing her but she can't not do it yeah um so yeah, and it, it deals with more politics happening, and it's like you just gotta embrace it and go to like 
Svartheim and talk to the dwarves or something yeah, and be right. like, how do I cure? Like, come on, you're like flying around with magic. There's got to be some powers. kind of magic no, cure for cancer. Secret. I know, but Asgard's so advanced. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, this was really good. This is also still Jason Aaron and Russell Dodderman doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, great scene with uh, elves raining from the sky. Yep, yep. <laughs> terrible scene. Which is pretty great. I mean, yeah, it's terrible, but it's also kind, hates kind of Some great, great stuff with uh, Odin, Bear, Bear, uh, he's he's pretty much the bad guy. <laughs> he's yeah. kind of the bad guy in this. They, they, Thor is kind of wanted. Yeah, Thor um, is missing at this yeah. point. Or Thor Odinson, the old Oh, yeah, Thor. Thor Odinson is, yeah, he's disappeared. Um, there's some more stuff with Roxxon, bringing more about them into it. So And then there's a cr- cool twist at the end, which I'm glad, I was glad to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. That was awesome. Best yeah, part, I guess, the thing that these three books all have in common is that they sort of came out of Secret Wars swinging, and yeah. they're just as good, if not better, than the previous. Yeah, stuff. at best, they just had like Secret Wars, just like cool. Now here's something else to play with. Yeah, and a little exactly. Extra boost. And I think most of the previous runs are all in trade at this point. So if you've been wanting to catch up, you absolutely can. All right. So real quick, for those three, do you think all good for jumping on points if you haven't read the previous ones? Yeah. Yeah, they give good summary, too. Yeah, they're yeah. all pretty good. Okay. Um, especially, like, Mighty Thor does a really good job of that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was all those books. <laughs> Ms. Marvel, Spider-Woman, um, and Mighty Thor. Next up, we have Ringside Number 1 by Joe Keating and Nick Barber. Uh, I... Didn't know what to expect from this, but I ended up really liking it by the end. Um, the way, only way I've been describing it to people is it's a crime comic starring retired wrestlers, um, yep. which is great. <laughs> I wouldn't even say crime. I'd say like noir. This thing is dark. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, it definitely goes into crime territory near yeah. the end. But um, but I say like eighty percent of it is a kind of washed up wrestler who's I don't know forties or something, maybe even older. Much yeah, he older used to be the that, Minotaur, yeah. and now he's uh. He's just training people to, to wrestle, and um, he goes around to visit all his old wrestling friends, and they're all in like different places. One of them's still doing it. Um, one of them is a uh, promoter, like a like a promoter, yeah. And then um, there's some crazy twists at the end. Um, I guess I don't really want to tell anybody what that is, but yeah, um, twist is great. But it yeah. gets very crimey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so, like I said, so most of it is just like if you want a kind of realistic but very dramatic take on like what this life is like when yeah. you're not just being in the ring. I thought they handled that part really well, introduced a bunch of really interesting characters. And then Nick, like Nick said, there's a really kind of right turn crime development, which I think is awesome. I but, love the, that they kind of, he puts a spin on what you might expect right, these right. wrestlers to be. Like they yeah. talk sort of about private lives in a way that would, that I was not expecting. Um, I was not expecting to come away from this book with anything because I really, really don't enjoy wrestling at right. all. Yeah. Um, but that was a, a part of it that I really appreciated. Yeah, and there's not much wrestling in it, really. It's no, all kind of like it's all them all in locker rooms. In and, the background. Yeah. yeah. There's only one page of actual wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But I, was, I thought it was awesome. So. I liked it a lot. That was Ringside number one. Uh, next up, we have Star Wars Vader Down number one by Jason Aaron and Mike Deodato. Yeah, so this Vader Down event is um, now that you know Star Wars is a Marvel thing, they're going to do some Marvel crossover type things. So this is part one, and then part two is in Darth Vader, and then part three is in Star Wars, and it's going to zigzag back For and forth. Yeah. Um, but this issue, I think, is the best issue of Star Wars that Marvel has put out so far. Uh, it's yeah, I've been liking both series, but uh, yeah, this seems like it's pretty cool, but I guess because this kind of brings the two books together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. The biggest, badassest 
space fight that we've seen yeah. so far takes place in this. Um, like it's one of those things where you're reading it and we were literally saying out loud, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Um, they yeah. Do, but they do it with like real like context and like consequence for oh, it. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Um, so basically what it comes down to is it's, you know, Darth Vader is still trying to find Luke Skywalker, which is a thing that started on in the Darth Vader book. Yeah. Um, learns his name and is, you know, sort of been looking for him. Um, so he finds where he is. He finds he's on this planet and he ends up downed on this planet. And that's where the whole Vader down thing starts. And so then you have all the various pieces who have, you know, people and pieces that have been in play in both books sort of all on the board together yeah, in a really satisfying way. It wasn't just way. that Vader's kind of on his own. It's that the rebels find out he's on his own. Yep. So it's kind of like, this is our chance to take out Darth Vader. And so it's kind of like everything coming to a head in an awesome way. Does not go super well for them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this is fantastic. And at this point, uh, the second issue has also come out, the next Darth Vader. Yeah, so uh, three parts. And... Uh, yeah, so far, actually, all of them. And they've all been great. Kieran Gillen is writing the Darth Vader parts, but he had, I think, ha is down for having partially planned this story. So they're all sort of involved in it. So yeah, highly, highly recommend Star Wars Vader Down. Yeah, that was Star Wars Vader Down. And that's it for this episode. Whoa, blew yep. through it. Um, but yeah, if you want us to contact us again, podcast with Planet Comics, whatever I just said, uh, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, the internet. Blah, That's blah, it. Blah. That's it for this episode. <laughs> I'm tired. Bye, guys. Good night. Bye. <laughs>